can be just royalty. I think that package costs more, though, because royalty gets more um, resources in game to use. You can do pretty much whatever you want. Um, like real royalty. Real royalty. Oh, my goodness. That sounded so fun. Did you guys do it? Do what now? Did you do real royalty? There's a LARP called Real Royalty. Did you? Oh, no. I was making a joke. Like, real royalty. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to 321 Lay On Podcast, podcast about live action role playing. For those of you not familiar with the moniker, I believe that's the word Joe likes to use. This is a podcast we try to cover different aspects of LARP. We are enthusiasts and we're not the most experienced players out there, so we love learning more and hearing about new types of LARPs. Uh, and so that is what our topic will be today. Uh, we are joined by Christina. And she has gone to Dragon Thrones, which is a parlor LARP, and uh, she's going to tell us all about it. But first, let's introduce our hosts. I am Ashton Ruby, currently playing at Frontier Dawn, and we also have my brother Evan. Hey. He's also playing at Frontier Dawn, and we have Joe. How are you doing, Joe? I'm doing good, man. Yeah. And I staff at Frontier Dawn. <laughs> Just catching everybody up. I try to include the first-time listeners. Anyway, welcome, Christina. Thanks for joining us. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you guys? Good. 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 Appreciate you coming on, enlightening us. Um, when I first met you guys, I talked to you, uh, Chris Moses. We were just getting to know each other. It was the first time at Frontier Dawn a few months ago. I asked him, you know, we've been LARPing long and, and et cetera. We just got to talking, and he mentioned uh, a parlor LARP is what he said he normally does, and sounded interesting and we've gotten to know you guys over the last half a year or so and thought we'd have you on and talk about it yeah it's a pleasure to be on your show it's really cool little podcast thing <laughs> yeah cool. we're the cool club now yeah yeah <laughs> just wait till you join no, i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> so give us a little uh backstory about how you got into larping and all that well, it really all started um, with uh, my boyfriend, Chris Moses. He um, really liked watching Momo O'Brien and, like, Kaza, who's LARP girl, on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And he was always, like, talking about it, and I was, like, into it, but, like, we could never find a LARP. And then um, Momo made some sort of video about how she was going to Dragon Thrones at Castle Bryn Mawr. And I said, wait, Bryn Mawr is, like, around the corner from where I live. <laughs> So we were like, we can't, like, have this person that we think is really cool come to a LARP that's, like, so close to us and not go. Like, that would be terrible. So we just kind of were like, okay, we're doing it. And then we started um, LARPing, I guess. And uh, at our second Dragon Thrones event, we met uh, Patrick and Tiffany, mm -hmm. who helped staff at Frontier Dawn. So then that's how we met you guys. Nice. Yeah, and then we kept going. Because <laughs> Frontier Dawn's really fun. Nice. And what was leading up to that? Like, you just kind of came across these channels on YouTube? Or, I know you guys yeah. cosplay a little bit too, right? Or Yeah, yeah. Um, so, between the two of us, I think I'm the bigger cosplayer. Moses kind of just really likes making costumes. <laughs> sure. Um, so, he he just like makes things and then he wouldn't use them 
Um, so he's like really happy to have something to put his creative energy towards. Um, but I've been cosplaying for like probably four or five years at this point. Cool. Yeah. You have a favorite yeah. cosplay that you've done? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really like um, Star Butterfly. She's like, she reminds me so much of myself when I was little, and it's like kind of fun to just be that again, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, nice. Yeah. What's that from? She's from a Disney show. Um, it's a cartoon on Disney. So technically, she's a Disney princess. Right, and it's yeah. really fun because the little kids will recognize me when I'm in my cosplay, and they'll run up to me and they'll be like, "Star, can I get a picture with you?" And I'm like, "Oh, of course! What dimension are you a princess from?" You know, <laughs> <laughs> nice, so it's nice. like it's a whole thing, and it's really really fun. So, yeah. sweet. I heard that that's like a big part of like cosplay, or especially like cosplayers who take it really seriously to kind of get into the role of their character especially when they meet you know younger fans and stuff like that is that something that like keeps you coming back absolutely yeah it's like a big highlight i guess of um you know just dressing up as the characters it's like having the you know people be like oh look it's that person and just being like hey sup you know (laughs) it's just fun (laughs) right and i guess when you're at a con it's like there's all these people and you can run up to them and do the same thing yeah. yeah. But hey, selfie. Hey. <laughs> yeah, and that's kind of where the lines start to blur a little bit between cosplay LARP and especially cosplay in a parlor LARP. You know, uh, absolutely. The only difference is you're probably making, you probably made up the character you're playing as opposed to, you know, just exactly, playing, portraying yeah. one you've seen somewhere else. I don't know. Co- a cosplay that like going to a convention seems like the ultimate crossover <laughs> LARP. <laughs> well, yeah. there's. Um, there's actually LARPs at conventions. Mm-hmm. Like, you get um, assigned a character from, you know, a game or a TV show that you like, and you can, like, LARP as that character. I've never done it. Oh, that's cool. But I know that it happens at ZenkaiCon every year. That's cool. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, why don't we dive into it? Tell us a little bit about Dragon Thrones. So, uh, pretend Dragon I know Thrones. nothing about it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So Dragon Thrones is a um, weekend event. They've met twice a year, but it's also only ever happened twice. Mm. So um, it seems to me that after the third one, they're going to have a year off of Dragon Thrones and focus on other LARPs by the same company. Do you know the name of the company? Yes, it's the Game Theater. Cool. So Dragon Thrones is a fantasy adventure Um we are all from a land called Cambria, and all of the houses and places are based off of real locations around where I live. <laughs> so <laughs> Castle Bryn Mawr is actually Bryn Mawr College. Oh. And then there's like House Lancaster, and you know, there's like a road called Lancaster Avenue. Um, House Lancaster is, I guess, sort of similar to... Um, the Lannisters a little bit, maybe, from Game of Thrones. Sure. Okay. <laughs> um, Not that far of a step. Yeah. Um, there's House Ardmore, and it's funny because I actually live right on the border between my town and Ardmore. <laughs> so there's House Ardmore, which uh, Moses is a part of. Um, their symbol is like a snake and a rose, and they are very, very much a snake. 
hiding in a rose. <laughs> They're a bunch of humans. They like poisoning people's water. Kind of <laughs> evil. So you can die at this LARP? Technically, you can't die without player consent. Um, but... Can we get that rule? Poisoned. They have this system where, like, you have, like, a Jenga tower, and um, mm. somebody will try to do something to you or your group, and to do it, they'll have to, like, pull X amount of Jenga, like, blocks out of the tower. Um, so, you know, the more you do, the harder it gets, and the harder you want to, thing you want to do, the more blocks you have to pull. I see. So if you wanted to, like, poison somebody, you would have to probably pull, like, four or five blocks out of the Jenga tower. Um, and if it falls, then you either fail or it takes different effects than you thought it would. Things like that. Oh, I see. That's kind yeah. of... Some games use rock, paper, scissors or, like, a die in a little see-through thing. This is kind of their yeah. check or whatever. I see. Gotcha. Yeah, it's actually a new thing. It wasn't a Dragon Thrones one, but it's been a part of Dragon turns two and hopefully dragon turns three because it was kind of fun <laughs> cool i'm really good at jenga so i would like that <laughs> yeah <laughs> you should do it Come with us. <laughs> <laughs> we need more people we have we have our own guild within the game called the ruby blade and we kind of um it was all moses idea really his character is very noble and he doesn't like the way the different kingdoms try to backstab each other all the time when there's, like, a bigger threat, such as, like, a giant dragon trying to eat us. He's like, hey, why don't we, guys, can we fight the thing that's trying to eat us? And everybody's like, no, I'm going to punch you in the face. Uh. And he's like, no, this is dumb. <laughs> we need a better military <laughs> force that is separate from kings and kingdoms. You're like, so, all right, Jon Snow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's back up a little bit. Um, yeah. Yeah. Explain up. the game a little more. So there's winners, and there's like a winner at the end, or not necessarily. Um, basically, you're assigned a house, and you get to sort of pick what you want your character to do. You can be like a diplomat, a spy. You can be just royalty. I think that package costs more, though, because royalty gets more, um, I guess, resources in game to use. Um, you can you can do pretty much whatever you want. Um, Moses actually just arrived. Hello, Moses. Good timing. Say hi to everybody. Hi. What's up? Hey. <laughs> Surprise. You're on air. <laughs> You're on air. Oh, cool. You're assigned to a kingdom. You make your character um, with one of the writers. The writers um, have all of the characters sort of enmeshed with each other in like a spider web. So you should be able to just like fit right in with everybody. There's mm. like people in your house that you will definitely know. There might be people in other houses that you know. Um, you're given a good backstory, lots of information. As far as no like in character. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of prep involved before you show up or? Um, not actually on the player's behalf. Yeah. Oh, okay. Is that it's it, it differs from like a traditional weekend LARP in that the player actually doesn't have a lot of agency over their character and the backstory, and the, at least beforehand. They work they with work you to, to customize. They work with you, but I think like ultimately it all uh, they like hand you a sheet and they're like, "Here's your character." It's kind of like real life, right? 
Yeah. Um, it's not, you don't get to choose not, where you're from or your parents. It's, it yeah. sounds a little bit like... Uh, like, they take your idea. Off, but yeah. They take your ideas that you want to do. Like, I wanted to be, like, a moon priestess. They were like, okay, boom, you have, like, a temple, and you're in charge. And I'm like, all right. But after that, they're kind of like, okay, you do what you want to do. Yeah. Bye. And you're kind of left to make what you want of it. There's not too much hand-holding. Yeah. I would say. And um, since there's no, there's no like, in-game abilities that are different from other people, they're like, hey, your class is a warrior. You're the same as every other warrior mechanically. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's no, like, buff or combat or anything like that. So it doesn't really matter, um, necessarily. Right. We haven't gotten to the backstory of Dragon Thrones yeah, yet. <laughs> sure. There's, it's like it's like giving dinner. Where do, jump, where do we jump in here? Are we talking about Dragon Thrones specifically? Yes. Yeah. Dragon well, we want to talk about Parlor LARP a little bit. Um, yeah, Parlor LARP. Just because none of us have done it before, um, and my yeah. basic understanding is just it's all role playing, and sometimes <laughs> there are chants or cards or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Jenga Towers. The Jenga Towers. Yeah, that's that's the main the main like dice roll, I guess you could call it. Yeah, because in Dragon Thrones One, there was like a big map with like pieces on it, and you would have like your own war room. Um, so depending on what group you're in, like you all meet up in the war room and you decide like I'm going to attack these people or I'm going to do this instead, um, or I'm going to defend myself. You know, I'm going to uh, use magic. Yeah. Um, so they implemented the Jenga Tower. This time to add a little yeah. bit of flavor for the role-playing part, too. Um, so, I think if, if we're looking at just big picture, like, the difference between, like, a normal weekend buffer LARP and a, like, parlor LARP experience, mm-hmm. uh, I think the main the main difference for people is you're not going to be swinging a boffer. Yeah. Um, you're not going to be throwing a spell packet. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, all of your combat is going to be talking people down from trying to attack you and trying to build your relationship up with other people, at least in my experience. Yeah, um, you can get, like, your home, like, where you're from can get attacked by other people's armies, but it's all on the uh, map, so it's not actually, like, you know, in person. Sure. Uh, a cool way to look at it is um, think about it, thinking about what... Um, like each game is trying to simulate. So for Frontier Dawn, we're we've got this like uh, living out on the on the edge of civilization, and there's Eker, and there's slaying monsters, and there's uh, you know barbarians and everything, and you know that's what you know it's a, you're on the edge of the frontier. There's swords, and it's yeah, it's it's fun. And then Parlor Lark. <laughs> Parlor LARP, uh, especially Dragon Thrones, is um, they're trying to simulate something different. So instead of being on the edge of civilization, you are considered to be like the peak of your civilization. And mm. you're like your civilization if you concentrate it into a bottle. And, I think a um, lot of it is that um, since you have such a short amount of time to play versus like a you know monthly LARP, um, they want you to have everything in place to do exactly what you want the way you want it. Um, whereas in a more monthly LARP, you kind of like work up to get things the way you want it. Cause if everything's the way you want it, then what's the point? Right. Yeah. That's a good point. Cause I was 
was kind of wondering like what is really the objective and mm -hmm. maybe that is yeah. like not even like what you just said <laughs> yeah, summarizes it pretty well like yeah. <laughs> like my objective uh, and i was trying to think to myself like what is my objective for going to larp event <laughs> i want to have fun <laughs> but yeah also my character progresses and that's cool like an R right. rpg element or whatever you know uh, yeah this is a sort of unique type of parlor larp because most of um the theatrical larps you'll be assigned a character and every time they meet, um, you will be assigned a new character, and somebody else will play your old character. Um, so oh, well. that's pretty traditional for yeah. LARPs. So this one is unique in the fact that you make you kind of customize your character with the writers. Then they hand you the finished sheet, and if you don't come back, your character just won't come back. Hmm. So nobody else will ever play your character. It's yours. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. get to keep it. Um, and you're playing the but, same character each time, or you get a new character? Uh, each time? I guess you have the option of playing a new one, but I don't know. You why have the ever... option. Uh, it's it's actually immersive enough, but I don't think you ever would want to. Yeah, I like my character, um, and I like the way that they're uh, dragging her through hell and back. So um, I'm gonna keep playing it. Over these, <laughs> over these, um, like I guess we've only done two, but uh, we're going. There to, only has been. We're going two. to the third one. <laughs> yeah. Next weekend, I think. Next weekend! Hey. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. Bryn Mawr. Uh, and um, so uh, there's been a very clear, like, storyline mm -hmm. for not just my own character, but for every other character, and thus every kingdom and every house. And the overall and game. And the overall game. Mm -hmm. um, and you can very clearly see the, like, the plot is there. And it's very cinematic. As Let's opposed talk to about what the plot is. That stuff. Uh, what do you guys want to know first? Well, second, third. I guess there's. Um, I have a lot of questions now. Like I didn't yeah. know that. Give me your questions. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that uh, they were that rotating character thing you mentioned for Parlor. Yeah. So I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's. I feel like if I went really, really and was playing a character and someone else played it the next time, um, I would be because... like either jealous or mad. Like. Yeah, exactly. What do you do with my character? <laughs> yeah, like you, uh, you put so much time into the character, and then if it's it's almost like uh, having someone else play, uh, uh, like Indiana Jones or something. Like yeah. you're never gonna have have that because that's <laughs> not anyone. Well, else's like recasting character. Harry Potter every single movie. Just yeah. oh, it's a new Harry Potter. Well, I, would, I would say it's like recasting Han Solo, but oh, <laughs> topical humor. <laughs> What is the? Uh, do you know what the purpose of that is? Is that just to give um, a different experience it, every time? It's like the style of game. Um, mm -hmm. So um, the game is normally not. So Dragon Thrones is unique in another way in that normally the scenario is the same every time, and um, you'd have the same thing happen every yeah. game, and so you'd have the same not players. Not necessarily. I feel like. Well, you know, they they have the same mm. premise, and it'd be like the same general time frame and like yeah i think the same things are generally supposed to happen right like in new world magiscala the impression that i get from that larp um you do get recast every single time um but it's like it'll go in a year they'll go through the um pagan calendar year so they'll have different holidays so it will be like a somewhat different event each time but it's still like you're in magic school hmm uh, um, okay. So the reason the yeah. reason why they would cast your character into someone else's uh, it's less like um, like a traditional RPG character 
um, like a, like a D and D character and more like a character in a storybook mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. where it's, it's just, this sure. is the a character play with a different actor. Uh, yeah. With a different actor. That's, that's the, like how I would describe it. Mm-hmm. Um, and how long have you guys been doing parlor LARPs and how many different ones have you done? Uh, we've only done Dragon literally Thrones. just Dragon Thrones. <laughs> oh. um, we've done it twice. Yeah. Um, but we've talked to a lot of people who've done a lot, a lot more. Okay, yeah. cool. I'm doing much research. <laughs> sure. So yeah, I wanted to have kind of a basis understanding about Dragon Thrones, but then getting more into your own experiences and what you liked and yeah, what you're looking um, forward to seeing. So. Dragon Thrones, the first one, was our first LARP full stop. Yeah. Um, ever. Yeah. And we kind of were talking about doing LARP um, for a long time, like, like maybe two years. Mm-hmm. Um, At least. Going back and forth with um, with Goodyear and, um, yeah. and Christina and myself. And um, and I told them we, like, watched Momo and Kaza. Yeah, and we, like, yeah. sunk into the popular YouTube personalities and um, it kind of was just something like, huh, that would seem something that would be fun, but there was nothing around us because we live near Philadelphia. So there's nothing as far as like close. Yeah, all of the LARPs that we saw were like in Pittsburgh. So I was like, that's really far. Kind of a, kind of a far. Apparently some people think it's not that far because they drive down here. There's <laughs> wackos. Crazy, crazy people, yeah. <laughs> not calling you out or anything. These guys complaining about having to drive. <laughs> <laughs> Just couldn't find the kind you wanted or? Uh, well. Besides, because I thought New Jersey, PA, or like Delaware was pretty saturated, yeah, I guess. So we, we thought about doing Seventh Kingdom. Yeah. Um, for like we just talked about it. We didn't really ever. We didn't go ever. Yeah. And um, I mean, not, that's nothing against Seven Kingdom. That was just us like not wanting to push the button. Sure. Because <laughs> um, we we're, we're just Absolutely. apprehensive about about what yeah. to expect and um, like. We really, really wanted like a fantasy like setting. I guess um, there's a lot of what is it called the post-apocalyptic mm-hmm. like yeah one what is that one called i forget uh, dystopia, dystopia rising, rising. Dystopia rising. Yeah. i actually have a lot of friends who really love dystopia rising but it wasn't like the setting that i wanted to really get into and i don't think he did either i mean i don't know we still could it's but it just uh it wasn't so, what, what we wanted for our first slurp right. i guess so we dragon, apprehensive. Dra- dragon thrones <laughs> came along and it kind of was kind of was like the perfect mix because um, mm-hmm. it's based on Game of Thrones, so kind of really loved Game of Thrones. Yeah, and, um, it's sort of based on Game of Thrones. The the, the concept, the whole like this, the yeah, things like I said before about like um, it simulating things. It's, it tries to simulate that like political maneuverings yes, of Game absolutely. of Thrones, and um, pair that with the fact that it's ten minutes from our house. Yeah, um, <laughs> we're like. Don't have to drive anywhere, yeah. and it's kind of what, what we're looking to get into. And like then people fly in from like Arizona, country, uh, Canada. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, they they have big pool, so we were like, we're super lucky. Drive ten <laughs> minutes and we're there. Yeah, um, and uh, I mean, yeah, the, it was kind of kind of just right for what we were looking for. We kind of were like, well, you know, why not? Um, and we weren't really keen to then on boffer combat 
Um, we, yeah. We had never done it before, and we weren't expecting um, it to... I mean, I was expecting it to be fun, but... Yeah, um, I have, like, physical issues where I don't... Like, if somebody, like, taps me on the shoulder, it can, like, spasm my back, like, if I'm freaked, mm. like, if I get scared. So I can, I was just, like, really not into doing the whole boffer thing. I was like, yeah, somebody's gonna hit me, and I'm going to fall on the ground and die. <laughs> um. <laughs> no, I can completely understand the apprehension, because it, it's a very similar story to kind of, like, how me and Felicia got into LARPing, where it's, like, mm-hmm. we we kept looking and never, like, you know, pushed the button, and then it was like, okay, this is... It wasn't 15 minutes, but it was like 20 minutes from our house, and we're like, yeah, okay, yeah. this is what yes, this is one we can do. Right. Very easy to swallow com- yeah. comparatively. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like if I don't have a good time, then I can just go home. Exactly. <laughs> that, was our, that was our thought process: was if we don't like it, then it's no skin off our nose. And right. We thought at least we'll be able to meet like our favorite YouTube personalities yeah. who will be there. There was a lot, yeah. of, a lot of YouTube personalities that we were like, oh, that's kind of cool, and. Yeah. Um, so we were like, it'll be worth it just to meet them, you know. Even if sure. we hate it, we'll have met people well, that yeah, we think it, are cool. It was on the, part of the experience was part of it, and um, <laughs> we went and we had an absolutely amazing time. Um, uh, we it was sort of the best things that I could have hoped for yeah. about it. Um, it was. I like, forgot what it was like to be Christina. Yeah. Like, good or bad thing? Yeah, we, yeah. Uh, I, wasn't, I wasn't expecting to wake up and still be my character. Uh, that was interesting. Yeah. Um, and definitely kind of threw me off. Uh, the days later, there was a lot of warp drop. Yeah. Um, afterward, because of that. But it was still fun. Um, Extremely immersive. Like, obscene yeah, amounts of immersive. If you've ever been... There was no out-of-character zone. Yeah, there's no out-of-character zone. In they, the first one. In the first one. They, yeah. added, they added another one for safety reasons. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's just it's ridiculous. Like, uh, I mean, I'm used to it now because I, yeah. I do it. I do it every month now. Yeah. But um, I guess it was about it was a year ago. It was com- a completely novel thing, and it mm-hmm. was it was amazing. Yeah. Um, and it's such a cinematic experience. Like, if you've ever wondered what it was like to be in a king's court and like sit and do political machinations and or dealings and have d- diplomatic talks to people to try and prevent them from you know attacking your kingdom that's you know that's what you get um and there's definite antagonists and um heroes in the realm and <coughs> antagonists are ardmore hey, exclusively <laughs> um <laughs> You guys are evil. <laughs> I am a proud Ardmore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, for the past two events, that was that was my thing. And part of the thing for me was playing lawful, lawful good in a lawful evil kingdom. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so there's alignments. Uh, there's not not explicitly. Oh, okay. Um, you just put yeah, it that no, way. It's just gotcha. me, me trying to frame. That's it. just him putting I it see. in D and D terms yeah. because why no, not? Okay. I got gotcha. your piece of forge. <laughs> I'm sure most uh, of our listeners understand it. Was it yeah. kind of like th- was it kind of like this is what your kingdom is known for when um, you went into yes. it? There's a whole history yeah, behind every yeah, single there's, kingdom. There's lots of lore that uh, goes mm-hmm. very deep for each one. Yeah. Um, which I guess is a good segue into Dragonborn's lore because yeah. yeah, we loved we loved going there. It was fun. You should go. 
so do we want to like talk about the plot at all? Is that like I don't know. Did you, is that something you guys are? Oh man! All right. <laughs> so the plot of Dragon Thrones is basically, um, I guess, a hundred years ago. Did they I change know. it to? They, it gets retconned. All they the get time. they retcon how long ago it was. But a hundred years ago, a thousand years ago, X amount of years ago, there were these elder dragons that came to Cambria and enslaved all of the humans um, because they wanted to have a source of magic to consume, and. Um, Eventually, the dragons were like, hey, taking care of all these people by ourselves is like a big, you know, hassle. So we're just going to mutate some of them and make them part dragon. And they're going to be our go-between so we don't have to, like, do all this shit. (laughs) So the draconians, um, there was a draconian named Jatrix the Red. And she saw the enslavement of the humans and the tyranny of the dragons. And she said, this is wrong. I'm going to start an uprising. So basically she got the uh, human houses to rebel against the dragons and they were able to together all defeat the elder dragons and she took their bones and she turned their bones into these thrones and gave them to each of the houses. But also they're like sealed in the, in the thrones. Yes, and we didn't find that out until much later. Oh, spoilers. That all of the- spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers! Yeah, not really that's, anymore, that's I guess. Common. Yeah, the the dragon whose bones the throne is made out of is actually trapped inside the throne and Tangled. can corrupt the person Ooh. who sits on it. So that is part of the reason why Ardmore is so evil. But the thrones also are capable of like extreme magic. Yes, the thrones are very very magical. Um, basically, your kingdom can choose to use them once or twice per event, depending on what um, they can do. It's like once ish. Once-ish, yeah, yeah. That's why I said once or twice. Um, to make some sort of really massive change happen in the game. Um, in Dragon Thrones 1, pretty much everybody used their throne to uh, defeat the big evil dragon that was summoned accidentally Ooh, and somewhat on purpose. That. We don't talk about that. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Whoopsie. We sort of accidentally summoned an elder dragon and made it bigger. Mm. We didn't sound like an accident. To, yeah. yeah, we were yeah. trying to summon Jatrix the Red to advise us on how to keep peace, and that backfired because there was more evil people who were like, "Ooh, summoning dragons!" <laughs> you know, you know how it goes. Yeah, you've you've fought <laughs> cults before. Yeah, cults just you know they're just jolly. So that is basically the plot for Dragon Thrones. Yeah, that's like the that's cool. like the pre. Pre- That's the basic history yeah. behind it. If you want more, go to DragonThronesLARP.com. Uh, there you go. Right. Cool. Sounds, yeah. sounds more interesting than Game of Thrones, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Heresy. Do you want to tell us about your characters a little bit? Sure. Why don't you go, Christina? Oh, okay. All right. Sure. I'll tell you about Decoria. So I mentioned earlier that um, my character is a moon priestess. So in Dragon Thrones 1, we had discussed that we want our characters to be from different houses and be different races because we read all of the different backgrounds for each of the houses and we had opposing opinions on which we wanted to be in. So we were like, whatever, we can do what we want. We're going to make our characters in different houses and they're going to be in love and it's going to be fantastic, right? Um, <laughs> Never been so, done before. <laughs> yeah, we kind of made a Romeo and Juliet thing. Oh, right. <laughs> um, Star-crossed lovers, yeah, so... My character is a draconian. 
Um, her name is Decoria. Um, she is a mage knight, so she does magic with her blade. Cool. Um, it's tough training, apparently. Yeah, it's like really difficult. I was the only mage knight, I think, in Dragon Thrones 1. Uh, there might have been one that's more. That's unverifiable. That is unverifiable. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure I was the only one. She basically is from a house called Ashbridge. Um, all of the Draconian houses were named after one of the dragons, except for Ashbridge, who was um, followers of Jetrix the Red. Um, they wanted to disown their draconic heritage completely, so they made up their own name, which was Ashbridge. Um, they're known for being in the desert, living in an oasis. Um, lots of magic for them. They're purple dragons. All the other dragons were red. They were purple because the blue of the magic turns their scales purple when it mixed with the red. So to understand that and have it make sense, uh, the, their in-game mechanic for magic is a blue gem. Yeah, um, we so have you, gems. You spend gems to get, make things happen. That's your source of power is your gems. The magic gems are blue. Yes. There you go. Thanks. <laughs> gotcha. I just accepted that magic was blue. I didn't need any. I mean, yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. Yeah, magic is blue. Now, when you make a character, um, you said you're a mage knight. Are you given, like, yes. skills um, or something like that? Like, you said you can use these gems to do things, or is it more like you're just creating a character that you can roleplay? Basically, your skills are the gems. Um, um, if Depending on what kind of character you are, you are given different colored gems. So if you are a knight you or, like, a warrior, warrior. you get red gems. Um, red gems do certain things that other gems can't do like uh, blocking people from overhearing you in their war room. Um, so Useful. people can't, like, use a clear gem to eavesdrop and, like, spy on you. That's the intelligence gem. Yeah, the yeah. intelligence gem. For your, like, rogue-type or spy-type characters. Yeah. Cool. Um, blue gems are magic gems, so you can use them to do things such as make big fire bombs or, like, make magic troops. Anything that you want, because it's magic. Yeah, it's magic, basically. <laughs> In a game where magic doesn't really have a hard limit. Yeah. Interesting. Um, there's also yellow gems. Uh, the yellow gems are the diplomat gems. Yeah. What uh, were they for? Oh, I never had any, so I don't... They're, yeah, they're, they're your charisma gems. <laughs> yeah. Um, and honestly, I never use them, even though I am borderline charisma character. Yeah, um, he had red gems. I, I have think. red gems because I'm a warrior. Yeah, and um, he was one of the only warriors in his whole house, so it was very important <laughs> for him to have red gems. <laughs> the only one. Yeah. Um, and uh, honestly, I can't really remember exactly what they do. They're okay. there. Um, they have mechanical things that they do. I think it yeah. might be like um, you can persuade someone. It is. They might have honest. changed I mean, the yellow gems to do like. Some of what the clear gems did, because the clear gems now can be used for, like, research. Yeah. Like, you can pay a GM, like, this is, uh, you know, five clear gems, I want to know the history behind blah, 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 blah. So instead of, like, having fake books for you to look through, they're just going to tell you the information. Like, oh, and you search for an hour and you find out this. So you're giving these gems to staff or between players? Uh, yeah, you give yeah. them to your GM to You to can trade them between players. You can trade them between you're players. You're free to do so. Um, so, to the point where in Dragon Thrones 1, red gems were the most valuable currency mm -hmm. because uh, a red gem could be the difference between your forces basically winning or losing. Yeah. Um, because other gem types really couldn't 
meaningfully build or Im- impact an army. There also just weren't a lot of people there with red There also just gems. weren't a lot of them. Aside from the evil dragon clan, hey, we had to fight them a little bit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but we also allied with them, so, like, what is wrong with us? I don't know. We're evil. They were misunderstood. Emo boys. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I guess people who play warriors are probably going to buff alert. Not buff yeah. alert. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, exactly. But that's a generalization, so don't lead into that. From what I understand, a lot of the people that go to Dragon Thrones and Parlor LARPs don't necessarily um, go to buffer larps um some of them do but some of them do but a lot from of them what i know. from what i see it's there's like a buffer there's like a buffer crowd but there's also it's mostly like there's a parlor or circuit yeah that people do so that's that's the class <laughs> system in a nutshell not to get too far away from yeah. what we we're talking about um the class system just determines what gems you, you can use um as opposed to like what skills you have they give you a, a sheet at the beginning to your kingdom like these are these are what gems and what color and combination you can spend to make things happen. Mm-hmm. So you can either give your gems to your kingdom or you can use them for yourself. Um, it really is all like how things are you know, yeah. going to work is up to the individual and then also the, the person. Well, you also have um, goals, individual character goals that mm-hmm. you're assigned um, depending on yeah. how, how much yeah. you like talk to your... Um, you know, the they, writer who wrote your character. Yeah, they give you, they give you role play... Objectives, objectives, basically. basically. And, yeah. um, so you can opt to use your gems for that, or use your time for that. Yeah, and, and then you know. upon completing them, you get gems. Yeah. To, mm-hmm. to spend things on. Yeah. Um, so but if you spend too much time on that, then you might not have as much time to help the kingdom out when they need yeah. you. So it's like a tough and, balance. You know, it's basically a night, a, a full day, and then the beginning of a day. Yeah. To get things done, so you, there's not a lot of time, mm-hmm. so you really have to really budget it out. Um, Although I will say that the amount of time you spend there seems like a lot more. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I don't mm-hmm. know why. I mean, uh, yeah, it just is very, very long, and you're like, "Whoa, I have so many things to do," and you're running all over the place. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, especially my my character. Yeah. So post. Post event, do you get like an update on like the status of everything, or does that happen like at the end of the um, end of the event? There's immediately following closed ceremonies. There's like an epilogue style thing mm-hmm. where they where they have their like quick um, immediate consequences of things that happened. Yeah, whatever um, happened in the last round. Whatever happened rounds. in the last round. Yeah, so okay. that's what I think we'll go over is the mega game. Yeah, because um, that's a whole different animal. And, it's different. Uh, like basically the consequences of the last round, and then they'll say, "Oh yeah, we destroyed the evil dragon," and, and um, it, every fun times were had by all. <laughs> and um, or like go home. you know, or like, oh yeah, we destroyed the evil dragon, and um, Ardmore poisons Lancaster, so um, you have to deal with the consequences of that because everybody hates you now because you tried to kill them all. All right, <laughs> so much shade. <laughs> about that that happened during play yes um, that's, that's and also they yeah. poisoned us first <laughs> they deserved it yeah. they poisoned stomacher right they, did, they didn't poison us first actually no we, they we poisoned didn't. them first. yeah you did um, you're evil i'm not um <laughs> I, I, resent that. I resent that fully um <laughs> my character has a very 
very he has changed so much in a year mm-hmm. especially over the course of, of two events only mm-hmm. um well decoria is like a hard ass now shit yeah decoria apparently is a now. we got it we just got our character sheets yeah, we did. for, um, for the next, next event just next weekend yeah it's next weekend so it's about time we had them anyway um, um crazy yeah so stuff the, happened over the course of a year my character's gone from being uh, like a royal guard to being like the president to being, <laughs> I guess, like a witcher. <laughs> um, That's pretty badass. Yeah, it, he's he's awesome. He's he's really cool. Uh, so when I first designed him, I wanted him to be like a, uh, like a Jamie Lannister type yeah. character um, in the non having sex with your sister way. <laughs> And in in the um, in the way of cunningly intelligent and yeah. uh, kind of like he's actually like a good guy, but he's just dealing yeah, with but a he's shitty just situation. dealing with a shitty family. Yeah, um, that's yeah, and that's that's sort of exactly what I got. First event, <laughs> um, being a Kingsguard, I was kind of hanging around with my king all the time. And oh my god, King Raphael is kind of a I don't want to say a terrible person, but. That one and um, <laughs> Terry uh, doesn't mind us calling. Terry doesn't out, right? mind. It's just his character. Hey, Terry. <laughs> it's just his character. Terry's a nice person. Yeah. Um. And uh, Terry is, or not Terry, Raphael mm-hmm. is very um, powerful, and he knows it. And he's an alchemist. He's an well. That's not really important, but um, it's important. He's he's very heady to the point where um, little things piss him off the point where he wants to go to war yeah and so um my characters basically the entirety of the first event was running around talking to kings and queens and people that he are definitely higher in station than him and just like dropping to his knees and being like please don't attack us please don't kill us we don't we don't want this we've changed we're different and um (laughs) to the point where i was known as as i don't know if it was the nice ardmore or the good ardmore one of those. People kept trying to get him to people join the house. People keep trying to like be like, recruit you, should, you. you should come over here and recruit. Yeah, try to recruit me. Mm-hmm. Um, we because, have candy. Oh my God, <laughs> I'm not a. I, I wouldn't consider myself a particularly charismatic person, but I pushed my my charisma to the limit. You've definitely that definitely um, has been an experience that has shaped the way uh, you act as a person, which is kind of cool. Um, I mean... She did a hand-waving motion over his entire body. Yeah, yeah. I was listening at home. (laughs) (laughs) And so, basically, that event ended with, surprise, surprise, everyone hates us because we tried to attack everyone. And, um... People generally don't like that. (laughs) (laughs) What? You poison Lancaster? Man, these people got sticks up their butts. Um, It is Lancaster, though. Come on. Uh... (laughs) They went on a stealth mission to poison Lancaster, but, and then their king threw roses into the water just so that they would know it was them. Listen, and they're like, "Why did we?" Holy fuck! Wow. Backstory. This sounds like that sounds Back like my favorite character right there. Okay. Yeah, Raphael poisoned you. So we're so gonna get away with so it. Everybody's like, "We're gonna get away with it," and then he's like, "Roses in the water." Like, yeah, you'll yeah. fucking exactly. know who we did were this. Get away with it. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, so fucking petty. Um, basically, the reason why we did that was um, so there's the Lancasters are another human house, um, and our king was unmarried. 
and they have sister queens. Both of the que- both of them are queen at the same time. They're both sisters, sister queens. Yes, um, <laughs> and him being the um, egocentric, <laughs> ego- I don't want to say maniac, but that uh-huh. um, that he is, he was like, "Why don't you both be my wife?" <laughs> And because um, well, I like Ardmore this guy. Yeah, Ardmore is Polly, so it wasn't offensive poly, to so... an Ardmore, well, but to they, the Lancasters, they, they considered it. They they were not op- originally openly against it. It was only when they considered that it's Ardmore, uh, and <laughs> Lancasters are all about having noble blood, and they don't consider us to have noble blood. So they were like, nah. And um, I don't want to say he took it really hard. But he took it really hard, <laughs> and um, you know, bada bing, bada boom, poison, roses, roses in the water. Yeah. Um, but that's okay because they tried to do it back to us and it failed, and we got um, ultra they, strong, yeah. ultra strong heroes. They turned some of their um, warriors into, <laughs> into draconians. draconians, and draconians are like stronger than humans because what better? I mean, you're yeah, they got dragons blood. <laughs> so yeah, that event happened. And because of all the shenanigans, they were like, why don't you run for chancellor? And so I did, and I won. And um, we basically, at that from that point on, in the kingdom had, um, we called it a commonwealth, but it's basically like a constitutional monarchy, mm. um, where we had a, count, like a small council ruling over uh, to sort of prevent um, kings from doing whatever they want. And, um, which didn't really which work. Which didn't really work. Because Raphael, because Raphael. is himself. And, um, yeah. Because uh, Raphael's a badass. Raphael. Yeah. yeah. He's <laughs> a hard ass. This is a real takeaway here. <laughs> Raphael is such a badass. Um, he's such a dick, but he is such yeah. a badass. He's really. Um, you're because, like, you know, don't ruin our public relations. And then secretly, you're like, but it's fucking awesome what you're doing. <laughs> no, I fucking hated that. That was the worst. Part. He almost legit. That was the worst. That was the worst and best part. Yeah. From playing a character that's very politically driven and the way you affect the game seems like it would be it's much different. Like, how do you compare that to playing a character like at Frontier Dawn where you don't have as much sway, so to speak? You're not a nobody, but because you're on the frontier and you do and can enact change, but probably not on as grand a scale. Yeah, um, that actually is something that was really interesting to me, especially something that we talked about on the drive home after our, our first event at Frontier Dawn. Mm. Uh, was something that we talked about because it is it is really noticeable um, yeah, when you when you go from Dragon Thrones, where literally they have a map of the entire continent on your table and you can see like where you're driving your armies and what they, what the effect of that is. And you can see the, you don't see the, you know, Occiuses and, uh, Zimmies of the world who are, (laughs) you know, small time, small potatoes. Um, (laughs) but you do see the, the large effect of, of, on the kingdoms. So it's interesting when you go from that and, uh, my character sort of acts in the best interest of those of those small people, even though he doesn't really know them. Uh, and then going to Frontier Dawn and playing uh, playing one of those like small time people that don't really have any political sway was very different. And honestly, it's not like it's not bad. Like 
it's cool not to have to worry about that. <laughs> the weight has yeah. been lifted. It's extremely stressful. It's so stressful to be a Dragon Thrones. I will say, yeah, like it is very stressful because basically the weight of the kingdom is on your hands. Yeah, um, but at the same time, it's the kind of stressful that removes the, you from the stress of real life. It's the fun stress, right? Yeah, it's the fun. Kind it's of the stressful. fun stress. We paid, we paid money for this. Yeah. <laughs> Join us. It's, it's pretty fun. Um, so it, it's it's the kind of stress that you get from like maybe watching a movie, or, right? Or that's like true. Being in a stressful part of a anticipation, or like a really like difficult part of a video game. If you ever played like Dark Souls or something like that, where you're sure. like, I gotta get past this, uh, and there's like real consequences if I if I mess up. Uh, it's like that kind of stress, uh, which is fun in its own way. But when all I have to worry about is killing muckins. <laughs> um, that is a very different kind of fun. And, Serpo slayers. Uh, Serpos are, you know, a lot different than trying to prevent international incidents from happening is very different than, sure, uh, you know, killing raptors. Um, <laughs> which is, which is, you know, there's good things about about each of them, and mm-hmm. um, it's just a different type of experience that you that you that you play out. Yeah, I'm trying to think of different maybe analogies or something. It's almost like Game of Thrones versus like. Lord of the Rings, like yeah, Lord of the exactly. Rings, you're following this one group more or less through exactly. the story, or whatever. That's so it's exactly kind of like that. large exactly. country story versus like a character mm-hmm. story or whatever. Mm-hmm. I kept, I uh, definitely get the Game of Thrones vibe because it seems like because everybody's playing on different kingdoms, it's not necessarily like directly competitive, but right. at some points it probably right. is competitive because yeah. you're looking out for the best of Ardmore, whereas you know. Yeah. Yeah, Christina's character is looking out for the best of uh, you know Bryn Mawr or whatever. Ashbridge, yeah. Ashbridge, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have definitely almost publicly like thrown him, just being like, "What is your kingdom doing? You're insane. Why did I marry you?" <laughs> Ouch. Um. Ouch. <laughs> you want to talk? Oh, you want to talk about meal. it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lay down on the couch. Let's, uh... Another like kind of way that you could look at it is um, Dragon Thrones is like the Avengers movies, and Frontier Dawn is like the Netflix Marvel shows. Yeah, the Marvel Netflix shows. Or you have an overarching yeah. story where everyone's coming together and playing, you know, these big parts of nations and countries, whereas. Frontier Dawn yeah. is more focused and individualistic on right. their individual yeah. desires. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you ever want to do that, you know where to go. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I could talk about Dragon Thrones for Ever. a long time. Yeah. It's a really fun. It's a really fun game. Uh, it's very, very in depth. Um, oh, I guess the sleeping situation is different too. We could talk about that. Yeah, we could talk about that. Um, if you're not really into camping, uh, Parlor Lark might be for you. Um, <laughs> Specifically, Dragon Thrones. Uh, not to sound too much like an infomercial, but um, do you hate lying in a in a wire bed? You hate bugs <laughs> and insects do potentially you hate crawling. Camping. Do air mattresses and weather? Do air mattresses got you down <laughs> on the floor? <laughs> I mean, not all that's kind of, uh, 
included in the price, right? And I know, like, this yeah. is kind of like... Yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um, this is more of like... A, we don't have to get into the exact prices. I don't know how vocal, you know, Dragon Thrones is about their prices. But this is, is like a premium kind of like parlor. Yeah. It's not your it does, typical... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's it's not your $40 um, game like um, like Frontier Dawn is, which is honestly from why we go so often because it's a very reasonable price. Yeah. Um, it is. It is. Would be considered the um, the HBO of LARPs. Yeah, um, it's your tax return. <laughs> to go to go along with the maybe with the, not the whole to go along with the Game of Thrones theme. Uh, it's your HBO of LARPs, and um, it's definitely more of a premiere thing. Uh, they have uh, like an unlimited mead and wine. Um, at the first event, they had unlimited beer, which was. Dope. It was so oh my good. Gosh, I hope they have it again. Um, unlimited beer. The brewery sadly went out of business. Yeah. Um, you not drank because, them out of business. Not yeah, yeah. where to go, guys? guys. That, <laughs> is, that is in fact the joke. Um, but it's not because of that. Uh, unrelated things, as far as I'm told. But um, they've um, actually next event I'll have to bring the mead that we got because uh, they have special Dragon Thrones mead um, that they make just for them. Yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, and it's it's delicious, and um, it's pr- it's unlimited during meal times, um, and they feed you really well. Um, every meal accommodate for special dietary needs such as vegetarian and vegan and gluten free and all that junk. Yeah, they will feed you, <laughs> um, and every every meal is like buffet style, all you can eat. Um, wow. And there's just a ton of food. And um, so now I don't feel bad talking about the price because there's so yeah. much included. There's so much yeah. included. Yeah, it's it's not just the game. There's like yeah, it seems like a deal. Like it really yeah, does. it is yeah. a deal. It very much is. Um, they put you up in a in a hotel. Um, we did a hotel last time. Uh, by the time before that, we were in college dorms, and this time we're in college dorms. But we're in like the upgrade we're in like the dorms. nice dorms that people, central air, the kind that people take uh, student loans out for. Um, <laughs> Nice. Uh, and uh, that was a joke, but it's actually sad. Uh, <laughs> this was more than my tuition to stay here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and it's it's just the feast that they have for dinner uh, is, you know, exactly what you would imagine a feast would be when you have every kingdom in the land uh, coming together. Regal as fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's regal. It's regal yeah. as fuck. <laughs> there, are people, there are people to, uh, you know, be cupbearers, and they they refill your wine and your mead. Uh, wow. and they walk around to your tables and and refill that stuff, and that was that was cool. Like, I yeah, it sounds like such a small chair. thing, yeah. but like that um, immersion. I think that would that would really bring the immersion yeah. for me. Something the, like that. The where... immersion level from that was through the roof. Yeah. Um, and then uh, there's another the other thing that they like boast about that um i mean i wasn't too crazy on but uh they i know a lot of people enjoyed it and um i mean that's part of the reason why you could go is they have lots of like uh, entertainment like they have dancers and uh they have like bands that play mm-hmm. um in-game immersive music yeah uh, during during feast and um uh the so my kingdom ardmore um we have a tradition of having a masquerade ball um, and they love player-run yeah. stuff. It's and very much like they hand you the reins once they give you your character yep. sheet. They're just like, do what you want to do. 
And our 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 king in his um, extraness. He's Ardmore Bougie. Ard, he's Ardmore Extra. Um, Ardmore Extra. That was that was a hashtag we had. That was a hashtag we had for a while. Was oh, Ardmore Extra. That's all nice. Um, They're known for being just in there in his oh. extra bouginess. Uh, was like, let's have a masquerade ball. And they were like, and we'll yeah, throw that's... roses on the ground so everybody knows it's ours. Dude. Yeah, like, <laughs> they're like, that's a great idea. They had a freaking cake that would looked like their freaking it looked castle, like our castle that they wow. served to everybody wow. at last. Night. Yeah, it, it was a cake good. in the shape of our castle. Yeah, like fondant, um, like the full cake boss bullshit. And it, uh, the thing is that our castle is it's the gold citadel because we're clearly the, the richest bitches in the world. They have mines. Um, we have mines, and we are like the. We are like Mr. Gold. Yeah. Uh, and so our cake, of course, had to have gold leaf all over it. Yes. Um, it was very, very opulent. <laughs> and uh, it's it's something that we've done every time was have the uh, the, the player run Ardmore Ball. And they have, uh, last time and this time, there, it was a, also a dance lesson, um, which they paid for a professional dancer to come and give a dance lesson, it was like a, which, like a, which was a lot of fun. Cool. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, there's like lots of like other stuff too. It's not just the game. It's it really is uh, an experience. Yeah, um, it's a vacation. It's a vacation. Definitely, yeah. it's yeah, it is. It's not. Uh, I wouldn't say it's a family friendly experience. You really have to be twenty one plus. To yeah, know. it is. It is twenty one plus. Yeah, but because there's because there's alcohol. Yeah. Oh, it seems like you have the full package. Like it really yeah. is. Yes. Know, yeah, premium package. An adult so, Yeah. So one thing I wanted to ask though is, you know, you talked about like the cupbearers. Yeah. Um, so they're like NPCs, you know, not necessarily yeah. going to interact with them. It's technically. like a catering company. But like it's a catering company, yeah. It's a catering company. Yeah. Um, One of our friends actually like, worked in it, and so we were like, "Oh, hi, hi there, <laughs> friend," and she was like, "What are you doing at my job?" <laughs> you were you were saying they have those like NPCs, so they're like you know catering service, and then but like further than that. Um, besides, like, the dragon and the evil kingdom, like, is there, like, a kingdom in-game that's, like, run by the staff that's, like, part of the story as well? Or are they just yes. playing side characters? So it's, there's a yes and no there. Um, yeah. Part of the lore is uh, Castle Bryn Mawr, which is where we play. The it Citadel of Mirrors. Is the Citadel of Mirrors, mm-hmm. which is sort of, like, the designated neutral ground. Um Castle Brynmar was Gitrix the Red's castle, and um, part of the whole thing is like we come here to have our diplomatic talks because the magic of the mirrors prevents us from going all red wedding on each other <laughs> and just just doing that. And so, so uh, the staff basically the staff is there was the king, um, the so high king, yeah. the high king, right? So there's the kings and queens of the individual kingdoms, and then there was the high king. And he was really, you know, the big authority there. Um, he's the he's the main GM, right? He's okay. the main GM. Mm-hmm. And then um, some of their other staff members, you know, like basically just insert themselves where they're needed. Like they're a consistent character throughout the game, but they'll just kind of like know what they need to know at that moment. I think. Yeah. Um, so I guess the the answer is there's not like a specific kingdom. Like Evan. Yeah, like Evan was Evan um, was uh, some sort of guy who like lived for a really long time because of the magic of Castle Bryn Mawr. Yeah. So he just like knew everything. He met Gitrix and all that junk. Um, <laughs> th- they have they have GM characters. There's no mm-hmm. like kingdom, but uh, 
the magic of the mirrors is able to trap people inside of them, um, as well as like supernaturally preserve their life because of that. Mm-hmm. So oh. they they can like be present on the grounds of the castle, but they can't leave. Um, which oh. is why, yeah, which is why we have the High King to be like. All right, settle down, everyone. But the High King himself is also like a spirit, isn't he? Yeah, he's he's a spirit that's been trapped in the in the mirrors as well. Mm-hmm. But that that was their whole like you can't actually hurt each other because the magic of the mirror, since it's mirror, yeah, that will reflect their... it back onto you. Will right. reflect the damage back onto you. The princess of my kingdom almost like actually died because she almost actually killed somebody else. Um, yeah, that was <laughs> um, I don't know if you know uh, Larp Girl. Uh, Kaza, uh, Ayersman. Uh, she, that was her character. Uh, Very fiery. One. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Sounds yeah, like a great time. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's so fun. It's, it's dope. It's dope. That's why we're, that's why we're going back. Uh, <laughs> just despite my wallet telling me not to. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> this event is the last of, uh, of a trilogy. Um, so all of the existing characters in the world now are going to be sort of tabled and um we're not sure what's going to happen basically we don't we don't we don't know the next event uh they had one in uh january that they weren't expecting to have so um i think that their times table on uh on things i don't don't know this for sure but um you know their times table might have gotten accelerated a little bit so they weren't expecting to do that so they're only running one a year now in the summer um and they're working on a a new storyline from what I understand. So uh, this is the last time um, that our characters in their current forms will be, uh, be able to play. So we were like, well, let's just finish it out. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll have you back on. Just give us a quick, like, yeah. Catch we'll, up. We'll like how, before. how to go. Yeah. What was good about it yeah. and all that. Yeah. It's always a, it's always a fun time. Uh, it's interesting this time uh, because of the events of the last game. We've sort of uh, there was a so somewhat of a monster invasion last time, and that was it's like a medium to low magic uh, setting where like magic exists, but it's not like it's not like super prevalent. Um, and so we started having these like monsters appear, and like they're suddenly bird people and elves and stuff yeah there's a bunch of new races there's a bunch of new races now and before there were only draconians and humans and uh the story behind the elves is um when the elder dragons took over cambria the elves went into like a sort of deep slumber to escape them and um they're very terrified of draconians (laughs) so it's kind of fun some of the um NPCs, when you walk past, they're going, oh, 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 you know, like, oh, a dragon! And it's like, I won't hurt you, I promise. Um, <laughs> there are a bunch of, like, monsters. There was uh, Wendigos. There was, like, really fucked ice magic. And uh, basically, the plot of Game of Thrones with uh, White Walkers. Yeah. Um, there were, like, there was, there was zombies, and, like, icy zombies. The appearance of the monsters was... Was was what caused uh, me to form the like Blade Masters Guild, basically, and so Ruby Blade. We're both uh, sort of separated somewhat from our houses, and so yes. that we'll be looking at the game from a completely different perspective. Oh, oh wow, interesting. We actually are kind of running our own. Yeah, sort we're of running our house, own so our own house. So, 
it's it'll... something that they're giving us as a privilege for being there for the last two events and yeah. continuing to the third. Um, so we'll we'll have a somewhat of a unique perspective on it last time next time we speak. Yeah, because we're gonna be really stressed. We're gonna we're it's gonna, gonna be, be different. In charge of <laughs> and it's gonna be great. It sounds like a really cool uh, game and system and yeah. I think I would not play it to be honest. <laughs> because honestly. That, all the uh, really politics different. stuff, it's the politics is, like, turns me off like right away. It's really different, yeah. Uh, um, and I like the, you know, the more personal character story than yep. this overarching kingdom stuff. I think I would love to watch it, but mm. I don't yeah. want to be involved and drink the mead. But that's yeah, <laughs> can I come and be a jester? Well, yeah, right. If I, I'd be in one of those bands. It's interesting um, when you're talking about like the map and everything like that. And in Frontier Dawn, I think originally we there was somebody we were thinking about making a game setting where we would kind of play like a tabletop to kind of mm. like yeah. while the players were interacting in in Frontier yeah. Dawn, there was a tabletop yeah. going on with like the old continent and war and whatever was going on there to like that's settle ex- all that kind of stuff that's exactly <laughs> what, what uh dragon friends is it's this yeah. like it's this like tabletop game uh that you play intermittently at a larp yeah yeah it's pretty cool yeah it's what the mega game is but i think he's saying like just the gms would be doing just the the, yeah scenes. just obviously just you the get GMs, like, like yeah uh, we messed around like we're at war. we messed around with a couple ideas like doing you know Maybe like a D and D thing where like all right something is happening specifically at this kingdom, you know let's go in and you're gonna play like these characters and we're gonna play through like a campaign, you know then there was like the overarching board game of the entire thing to kind of like progress things on the mm-hmm. GM side, but we don't like we kind of like do that individually and talk about it so it's 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 a game but not a game <laughs> like, yeah it's not as yeah you know. Structure. It's not as structured as we had originally thought. But. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you do what rules? you can with the amount of time you have. Who needs? Yeah. Who needs rules? <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Well, we definitely appreciate you guys coming on <laughs> and uh, sharing about this. I mean, yeah, this definitely. I think you sold it pretty well. Um, sounds like a really great time. And yeah, it's, um, it's pretty fun. We know it's only one type of parlor LARP, but it's you know when you know nothing about yeah. it it's it's cool to learn just about another style that's out there and you know I, I glanced at the pictures and the costumes and the settings really cool so yeah it's uh that's it's very immersive especially as far as insofar as costumes you put a lot of time in that oh yeah people spend a lot of time and a lot of money on their costumes speaking from experience your, your horns for valor decoria's horns yes actually <laughs> i was gonna ask that is was your frontier dawn character influenced by your uh Dragon Thrones character? Pretty much patent if we're like, hey, we have a similar yeah. race mm-hmm. of people in our game called Wormkin, and um, you should try that game. And I was like, sure. So that's why I like made Zimmy. And I just used, in the very, very first event that I went to, it was like that sort of um, it was the, the gentleman's, gentleman's ball. ball. And I wore Decoria's horns like in my hair, because like, I have a wig for Decoria that matches the horns, sort of. Mm. Um, it's you know a whole a whole different thing, but um, I actually ordered Zimmy her own horns, so she has different horns, right. and those horns have now become Val's horns. Um, my character was it was influenced by my Dragon Thrones character insofar as I ran in the complete opposite direction. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's what it sounds like. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, Edwin is very like charismatic and noble, and 
just kind of like cares about people and then Akius is like not that <laughs> we also decided after playing like a married couple in a game we, we were like never, never do, it. do it again nope. the end it's no not happening nope. we're like we need some space here yeah <laughs> Especially in that <laughs> setting, though, it's like extra stressful. Yeah. Oh, I bet, yeah. Because you're like two different kingdoms as well. And yeah, like, and we're yeah. both very uh, trusted hands of the king, so to speak. And it's just a whole uh, thing. Uh, it probably would have worked out better if you were both like evil and trying to get like power for each other. Yeah, <laughs> we were like, yes, let's both kill our kings. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. Kingdom. But no, we both had to be. Freaking noble. We love our yeah. kingdoms and we're good. Oh, <laughs> yeah. boring. No, like, <laughs> boring. Chaotic no, good. <laughs> <laughs> also, because that would just never happen. There's a there's an element of uh, of pay to pay to play a little bit. Mm. Uh, where I don't know if they do that anymore. Yeah, that, that it used to be like that. Yeah. So um, the king's ticket used to be um, used to be almost four hundred dollars more. Yeah. Something like that. Nah, more than that. But you got you got like lots of stuff like uh on top of all the stuff that we talked about like they gave you um weapons like like, like a like a latex weapon yeah and um you'd get like costuming. a like a costuming and then they gave you like a cup that was thematic for your house yeah um so you got like swag basically and, <laughs> and then on top of that you got to literally be the king yeah um pre-order bonuses man yeah, pre-order bonuses. <laughs> Pretty much. Special edition. Uh, Except it also costs Ultimate like six hundred dollars yeah. more than the least expensive Based, ticket. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sign me up. <laughs> yeah, it's a little incentives, um, and and it was it's, it's good. It's a good time. All right, well, thanks a lot. It's uh, been great playing with you guys at Frontier Dawn, and glad to hear you're part of other LARP communities. That's a uh, something I try to promote or mention from time to time that yeah know, um, it can be more than just one yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, there's right ways to be involved and experience different things and there's different things out there for everybody so uh, yeah, yeah. it's cool to hear another side of, of LARP that we've not experienced so yeah thanks for joining us and uh, we will see you guys in a few months probably and uh, thanks everybody for listening. This is three, two, one lay on podcast, part of next level nerd podcast network. Be sure to check out our other shows. We got a movie podcast, next level nerd movie podcast, sugar frosted cereal, a TV cereal <laughs> show, which is wrapping up Westworld season two. It's wrapped. Yeah. Oh, it's wrapped. We haven't seen it yet. Wrapped. <laughs> and then our newest show, the gaming show, handsome Evan and the nerd herds gaming podcast. Still covering E3 stuff and uh, arguing about our loved video games and hated video games. <laughs> so thanks for joining us, everyone, and uh, we will catch you next time. They turned some of their um, warriors into, into draconians, draconians, and draconians are like stronger than humans because what better? I mean, you're, yeah, they got dragons boy. <laughs> They got tiger's blood. <laughs> that, that joke is old. <laughs> <laughs> uh, We're old? <laughs> oh, dear. Um.